want to welcome everybody to the National Conference Call. My name is Lane Winsett. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. We're very excited. On the 7th of January, the very first call out of the saddle on 2024. And boy, do we have an exciting group of guests. Uh, we have two of the most successful women in our business that have been veterans. And frankly, the company would not be what it is today if it had not been for their commitment and what they've done in the past and what they're doing today to help us to move forward as a company. So excited to have them as our guest here tonight. And uh, I do want to let everybody know that, uh, you know, this call is available for you to go and listen to again uh, in your um, power zone there. And you can just uh, look for conference calls there and it'll be something that'll be available for you. And I would highly suggest that if you have not uh, had a new consultant or maybe somebody new in your business, uh, listen to these calls. It would be helpful for them because we really do give a lot of great information. And that's really the the goal of these calls every Sunday is to take uh, a little bit of time uh, to share with everybody uh, innovative ideas, thoughts, uh, things uh, regarding training, and also to help people measurably increase their business and build their ambit business. So without further ado, uh, I want to thank uh, and introduce Karen Kirkland Roberts and Debbie Heckendorn. Both are uh, Millionaire Club members. And, uh, of course, uh, Karen is a national consultant. Debbie's an executive consultant. And uh, they're very, very close friends, like family with me, since we've been together for a very long time and known each other for a very long time. And I guess I first want to introduce Karen. And, Karen, if you don't mind, if you would do me a favor and just kind of share with everybody that may not be familiar with your story or uh, your background uh, a little bit about who you are and uh, uh, really how you got started in the Abbott business. Okay, I appreciate that. Um, I'm Karen. I have been with the company since 2006. My husband was Ronnie Kirkland. He was able to help and teach me in a lot of different ways as he did others. And I was very blessed to have had him as my husband. Lane called us one day and talked to Ronnie and introduced this business to him. And then we flew out to Texas and learned a little bit more about it, and we just got so excited, and we joined right away. And through the years, we have just um, been very, very blessed with the company and the people that we've met and um, the different things we've been able to do with the ability that Ambit gave us to um, make income that we did. And you know, Karen, so, I think, uh, Karen, huh? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you there yep. just for a second because I don't want to forget the importance, and I'd like for you to share with everybody, too, because they may not know. I mean, we have a specific award that is given every year at our national convention, which is the Ronnie Kirkland uh, uh, Perseverance Award. Can you share with us a little bit about that, please? Yeah. One thing about Ronnie was he was very persistent and very um, goal-minded about um, Ambit, and he really worked and strived. He was very sick during the t length of time, and he actually passed in 2013. And um, they honored him by giving him this award, and every year that award is given out. Um, he was very proud of that award. It was one of his greatest achievements. But um, he lived the life of the award, and. Um, accomplished so much just in the 18 months that he was able to really work the business. And so it was a great honor that he was given that award. Yes. 
and you were sharing some other information with regards to how you got started in the early days. I remember those days together in Houston. Yes. We got <laughs> well, I actually started in um, multi-marketing when I was 32. And when I saw it for the very first time, I couldn't understand why everybody in the world was not doing it. It just didn't make sense not to do it. And so um, I actually went to a meeting and met Ronnie, and we started dating, and then we married, and then we started the journey of going from um, in the motorhome and going around for him to help and teach and people how to do networking and um, laying calls well, about. Ronnie had already had as you as you as a couple a phenomenal degree of success in in Excel, which is kind of the birthplace for Ambit if you really think about it, because they were modeled mm-hmm. very very similar to that, and he had phenomenal success there in the company that we were both in, which was Excel. That's how I knew Ronnie. Mm-hmm. He did, and he he had um, a way with people to make them understand the importance of how to relate with others, how to help them build self-esteem and how to make them feel good about their self because that's really um, what we all want in life is just to feel important and feel like someone cares about us. Yes, ma'am. And, uh, of course, sharing uh, a little bit uh, now with Debbie, uh, you guys have been buddies and friends for a long time. Oh, yes. She's my bestie. That was one of the great things about Ambit. You um, you have all these other privileges besides an income that comes in. You get to have knowledge and you get to have the people that you just become and learn to love. Lane is just like a brother to me, and, and Debbie Heckendorn is just one of my very, very special friends. She is um, like a sister more than anything. And, oh, yes, that it, you have a lot of things with Ambit besides just the um, money ching-ching. <laughs> Exactly. Well, uh, Debbie, uh, you know, can you share with us a little bit about uh, your thoughts and uh, the early days as well and, uh, you know, kind of how the company's progressed over the years? Well, sure. Uh, And I love both of you, too. Um, You know, Ambit does give you more than just money. Um, I actually met my husband through Ambit also. So you really meet a whole lot of really neat people through the Ambit business. But I was very fortunate to be called on the very first uh, meeting we had in Houston in spring. I still remember it was Papados. Lane Vincent was there, Philip Eckhart, Steve Thompson, Tiffany Owens. And I remember it specifically because I my background is real estate and I was having my grand opening for my new real estate company that same day. And the meeting was at noon and I told them, I said, look, I can come for like an hour, but I've got to get back. The ribbon cutting people are coming at four. And so I sat there and I listened and I was impressed with what they said, but I didn't sign up because I was in such a hurry to get back to the office for my um, ceremony. Um, but lo and behold, 4.15, Philip Eckhart and Steve Thompson walk in my grand opening. And Philip had a background in um, real estate also. And um, I said, look, and he goes, I said, I don't know. I am really busy. And he said, "Um, look, you're already doing it anyway. You're selling houses. You're telling them who to get their power through when you sell them a house. Why not get paid for it? And I said, well, that makes sense. And then he told me. Look, I see this through a crystal ball. I've been there, done that. I'm telling you, you can work this business for 600 days and you can take the rest of your life off. 
and I stopped in my tracks and I said, 600 days, what's the catch? You know, everybody says that, what's the catch? Um, but honestly, there really is no catch. Um, I signed up and within 600 days, about a year and a half, I was able to sell my part of the real estate company and do Ambit full time. Wow. Yeah, and uh, I, I, you know, I remember those first meetings that that we all went to there uh, in Houston in the Galleria, um, where uh-huh. everybody was there. The who's who's, all three ambassadors were there. You know, uh, of course, uh, Brian McClure, Steve Thompson, Philip Eckhart. Um, you had uh, Carlos Marin was there, uh, Tiffany Owen, yourself, Ronnie Kirkland, and Karen. Um, um, and I mean, it was quite exciting because it was so fresh and so new and we were so excited but one of the things i remember back then is that we always had to say we're going to do this and we're going to do that you know because we hadn't done anything yet so we really Uh didn't have we really didn't have any meat and potatoes so to speak to share with anybody other than promises but boy has that changed uh, now that we have a successful uh company so anyway let's get into some of the training i'm so excited thank you for that sharing that information and that history with us, which I think is very valuable and very important uh, that people know kind of, um, you know, the history of, of, of how this company was founded, that their uh, people have been with the company this long and, and why you would be uh, as a career this long, because it truly mm-hmm. is a career. Some people look at it as a part-time business and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But Karen, um, you know, uh, one of the things that I think, has helped you and of course the reason why you've been so successful and and helped others uh is that you you talk about the bridge between you know your dreams and your why and uh, how important that why is yes everyone has dreams but in order for them to get anywhere you know you can dream all day but if you don't have the reason why to to put action behind it it's not going to go anywhere And to this day and age, a lot of people have forgot to dream. And I think one of the big things that we need to do for our people is to help them start dreaming again and then show them why they need a why for those dreams to be able to accomplish those whys. Whys um, help us as um, getting us from one place to another by having that so important in our lives. Um, my first why in my in the business was simply I needed $200 a month so I could put extra food on the table. Yes. So the whys are very important, but you have to have that get up and go, that want to have that why. You have to have that burning desire for that why so that you'll work on that why. Um, sometimes you have to have it to where it almost, um, it's so heartfelt that you just, that's all you can think about because you need to accomplish that goal or that, that dream to be able to get to the next step in your life. Some, I think a lot of us have stopped dreaming because we don't think that's possible and, and it's, it's not good. We all need to make a bucket list of dreams and then apply the whys to why we want them and how we're going to get them. And then um, as a leader, I think it's really important to help your people understand their whys, how come it's so important for them. And you take their dreams and help them dream 
And then when you help them dream, then you can show them their whys and why they should do what they're doing to accomplish what they're wanting to accomplish. Does that make sense? It does, because, uh, you know, ultimately, you know, you want to mm-hmm. be – even I talked to the Deb the other day or the day before yesterday, whatever we were talking about all this and saying what we wanted to try to share with everybody, which is the importance is that I think Deb said, uh, you know, you have to be accountable. Right. I mean, you, right. you know, you have your own why, but you want to share with your team what your what your why is, where they know why you are fired up and motivated and wanting to do something, and right. and and knowing your team's why too. I think that's important, right? Yes, I I think one of the things that people don't understand is you can't judge your team's why or your, the people's why because every com- everyone comes in it at a different level or different want or different need or a different mental attitude. And they come in all shapes, sizes, purposes, desires, and they can be life-changing to people. And so what we need to do is just focus on our people and explain to them how important their why is. Because on the journey of accomplishing your whys, you, you'll you have so many um, great points in your life. You'll you, Like we were saying earlier, you're going to be educated by so many people all you have to do is just stand in a room and you can learn so much from leaders or just people um, in your team together, working together. But everyone needs to know their why so that they can help each other accomplish those whys. I mean, one of the things that we used to do in the early days is the ladies would go and try on evening gowns because, you know, you have ambition every year. So it would give them a dream, oh, I'm going to be able to wear this as simple as that to um, say take them out and looking at cars and boats and things like that to get them to um, to realize how much a why is so important to them. Friendships, um, helping one each other through their whys, the ability to learn and the ability to start learning to listen to people's whys and listen to your own whys and they change continuously because different things happen in your life. So, an example, I wanted food. You know, when I was 32, I got in just so I could have $200 to have extra food. But then by the end of our, um, Ronnie's life, it was just so I could have enough money to pay the bills, to pay for his medical bills and so forth. So, a lot of reasons why four-year people come in to where it's different things for different people. Yes, and and also tied into that why is to is to have a financial vehicle that allows you to accomplish that why or that goal. Yeah. Because yeah. without that, I mean, the next could, thing, the, the importance of sharing your why is when you share your why and find out why you um, your people have it, you're going to be sharing your knowledge and your team group and your accomplishments and the power of the why and helping you understand. And so once you learn your why and why it's so important, you have to have something that's going to take you from point A to point B. And that vehicle was for us was Ambit. It was a wonderful plan. It was something that you had to have, and it was just um, a lot, um, I don't know if the word's easy, because all all of us have to go through the same things of taking the nose, and, and that's where your whys come in. You've you got to have that strong why.
so that you will continue with your people. And with a vehicle that you know that's going to work and that's going to take you there, it's just so much easier as, as, the far, as far as seeing the end of the line. You can see what you can get, whereas um, in the traditional um, businesses, it's work, come home, work, come home, and you really never see the end until, well, I'm going to be 65 and retire, and that's your end. But with a vehicle like with Ambit, you can see goals changing and, and your whys being answered, and then that why changes, and then you go to the next. So um, Ambit and then, is a wonderful company. And what I'm picking up, too, because all three of us collectively, if you add up the years, I mean, you know, I have, uh, this is my 17th year and four months, and you're right uh-huh. there with, both of you guys are right there with us, with me. So uh-huh. we've got a lot invested, and, and I, you know, company, and the company has a lot invested in us, and uh-huh. I think for new people that are coming in or that maybe are thinking, gosh, you know, I, I haven't stirred Nestle's quick and become a millionaire yet, that we're no. kind of, and people understand we're, we're, we're not a get-rich quick company, it takes time and real businesses take time to build and I think that's important as well but you know like you said you started out with just wanting a Y for 200 bucks you know gosh if people could set a goal to get uh, you know a thousand dollars even you know that was going to be coming in a period of time that's a significant life change people you know and Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and sharing your thoughts, uh, Karen, what, what do you want to share with everybody as far as um, I think one thoughts? of the I think one of the things as a team member, when you, before you even sign someone up, you actually need to know what their why is. Because when yes. you have a responsibility to that person you bring in. Now, I, we yes. are tremendously indebted to Lane for coming to us. But but he still was there to help us through every little nick and cranny to teach us, to train us, to show us. And he knew our whys, so he could use the why to help us through those hard times and those hard, you know. When you learn your, your um, team why, you can help them build a stronger team. You can help them show how to achieve what they need for their why. You're able to show that why to keep their why alive and to encourage them and to have them believe in their self. And and the big thing is they know you care. Ronnie yeah. had a saying, and he always would say, babe, everybody wants to feel special. And I think we forget this now, this day and age. And he would say, you wear a big sign. Everyone wears a sign, Karen. And it would say, make me feel special. And he would look at me and lean over, and he said, babe, that's what we're supposed to be doing, making people feel special. That's what we're supposed to be doing because no one else does. And that is truly what every one of us should be doing. When you bring a person in with you, if they know you care and that you're making them feel special, not only do they feel special and want to work because they see you achieving, they're going to want to see achieving but they'll return that to someone else. Smiles always go from person to person to person. You can just be walking in a in a street and not see a soul smiling and start smiling, and you'll be shocked how many people will smile back. 
But this day and age, we need to believe in our people. We need to encourage our people. We need to find that why and really work with them and say, hey, I know you can do this, and I know you can accomplish this. And I feel like if everyone would just remember, everybody's wearing a sign that says, please make me feel special. And if we can do that just one person a day, how much better and it would be, how much better your team would be, how much better your family would be, and how much better you feel for doing something for someone else. Well, you know, Karen, you know, what's funny is I think this next ambition, you deserve the uh, Perseverance Award because I know how many hurricanes you've been through and what you've been <laughs> up to this point. I mean, you know, a lot of people don't know, but you guys – you've been through hell. I mean, you really have, and you've hung in there and kept the faith and kept moving and, you know, Mm -hmm. been there for other people when they weren't there for you. And, and, you know, so I'm, I just, I'm so proud to know you and love you and know, see the success that we're still having and going to continue to have that we have a company that's solid and that we know is uh, that we don't have to uh, tell people we're going to do this or we're going to do that. It's already been done. All we have to do is just follow steps and, and do that. So thank you very, very much. And Yes, ma'am. <laughs> thank you. Thank you all for listening. Yes, because I'm going to come back to you in just a sec. Okay, Deb, uh, and I get to call you Deb because I have a Deb at home. So Deb, <laughs> which is an executive consultant and millionaire club member, why don't you, if you will, please share us a little bit about uh, some of the topics that you wanted to cover tonight. Well, uh, thank you, Lane, and great job, Karen. Um, I just kind of wanted to go over goals because it's the first of the year, and that's what everybody does. Um, You know, five reasons why goal setting is important to you. I mean, I think the number one reason is because it keeps you in control. When you have your goals and you have action plans, it keeps you in control of what you're doing in your ambit business. Um, the second one would be, it's just a reminder of what you want, what you're working yeah. for. Um, the third one, would it helps you measure your progress on what you're doing, how you're doing. So if you're meeting those daily goals and you're meeting those weekly goals, it keeps you on track. Um, the fourth one is it gives you a target to aim for. So if, if you have no target and you don't know where you're shooting at, I mean, you don't, you're not, you're obviously not going to hit bullseye. Um, and then the last one, it was just, it, it keeps you focused on the prize. Yeah, what you're and, talking and, about and, is your own GPS, you know, for, for, for your life, being able to carve out and say, hey, you know, this is my life, you know, this is what I want to do, but you have to put it on paper, right? You have to. Correct. You have to crystallize it. Yes, you have to write it down. You have to write it down. Your goals must be written down, and they must be read often. Um, you know, when Bruce and I were trying to retire him uh, from Dow Chemical, we had a certain number we had to meet, and we put that number on the refrigerator every day. And yeah. if that number didn't change daily, we went and called more people. So, you you know, that's part of that goal that keeps you on track. So you talked about daily goals, monthly goals, your 90-day and yearly, so that kind of puts bookends on it, right? Uh, yes, sir, it does. And your daily goals, one one practice that I did when I first started Ambit is I would put two quarters in my pocket. 
And my goal was to talk to two new people every day. And so once I talked to one person, I'd stick it in the other side. And so if I still had a pocket, a quarter in one side of my pocket, I knew I had to go talk to someone else before I could go home. I love that. That's fantastic. I, I haven't, uh, I haven't ever heard that before, but that is a great uh, way to physically get your mind around prospecting and that, you know, whether it's a quarter or a marble or whatever, that's yes. a great idea. Yeah. And then, um, you know, so, so kind of, to, you know, you're a road warrior, you know, you're an entrepreneur, you're a self-made business woman and successful. And, you know, between both of you gals, uh, you know, you guys have seen it all. I mean, with the company kind of, let's just have a kind of an open forum where you can share whatever you want to share. How do, how can we help women be more successful in Ambit? What is it that women need to do or overcome or you see that would be a um, uh, some tips that they might be able to uh, hang on to, to in tonight's call that would help them to uh, maybe be more successful in their Ambit business? Well, hang on to your hang on to your dreams and your goals. You know, um, dreams are different than goals. Dream, dreams are just a thought in your head. But successful people, they have action plans that they put to their dreams to achieve them. And so you have to have that roadmap. I mean, uh, you know, like I say, a dream is just a thought in your head. A goal is a dream with a plan. And, and, and really, you know, people put down their goals for the New Year's and they say, okay, and I'm just talking about Ambit right now. They'll say, okay, I want to make $5,000 residual income or I want to go on the five-star trip or I want to be EC by a certain amount of time. But they don't put an action plan to it. These are called result goals because they're goals that have to be a result from you doing something else. So when you're setting your goals, do activity goals. And some examples of activity goals would be um, talk to 100 new people a month. And, and I don't know if you all know, but Ronnie Kirkland was my mentor. And when Ronnie first told me to go talk to 100 new people every month, I looked at him like he was crazy. And, and, and he told me, he says, that's not exactly what he told me. He told me to go get 100 no's. I go, 100 no's. And, and the purpose for that was when I got a no, I didn't get upset. I was one no closer to my goal. But, you know, you know it's a numbers game. The more you practice showing the plan, the better you get, the more yeses you're going to get. So make your goal 100 people talking to, show the plan uh, a month. You know, follow up with 10 people a week. One of the other um, activity goals I had was never show up at a meeting alone. Always have a guest, and I don't care if it's your best friend. You just do me a favor. I need you to come um, because they probably didn't hear you talking about the plan or you showed it to them and they weren't interested, but when they see all the excitement and all the millionaires in the room and this and that, it hits them differently. You know, a profit's not a profit in their own hometown. Um, but these kind of activities, you know, uh, you're in charge of. So you're you're in control of your goals. Yes. Karen? I think one of the things that I took into my own self was 
when you first start, you get these no's, and you think people are actually doing you a favor. And you have to change your thinking because you're offering them, one, you're going to be the best boss they ever had, their best partner, the best person that's going to help teach them. You're going to be the best of everything because you're going to be the one teaching them, not them helping you out. You're going to be able to have a change of attitude and that will help you with your nose right off because you're offering them something, not begging them something to do. So when you approach someone, it's more of, hey, I got something for you. You can take it or leave it, but I'm telling you, this is great. Not, oh, um, I've got this thing I want you to look at. I hope you like it. Just change your attitude. And I think that helps tremendously amount when you're approaching people because you're doing them a favor for them coming into your business because you know you're going to be the best leader to help them. And so with that attitude, I think those aren't near as hard at all. Yeah, you got like you're, what you're telling me is, is that you have to have a paradigm shift in your thinking. You're not there to pitch somebody or to sell anybody into anything. You know, your job is not to do that. Your job is to tell the story and let the story be powerful enough uh, and then follow up. And if they're live, remember X is the old commercial used to be. You know, if people, what I've discovered is if people are money motivated and they want to earn some extra dinero and they want to make some money, then they will take the action steps if a opportunity has been put in front of them that it sounds reasonable. You know, before, as I said before, and I keep preaching this, you know, it was over 400 bucks to get started in the business, uh, as you guys know, early on, and uh, we put tens of thousands of people uh, that were distributors and uh, consultants in our business at 400 and something bucks uh, to get started. Now it's only $75 with uh, okay. rounded off dollars figure for your back office and all everything you need to manage your business on, uh, you know, as far as your uh, day-to-day operations. And so it's not the money objection that, that people are going to deal with or having to come the fact that, oh, I would, but I just don't have the money. Because if they don't have the 75, I mean, anybody can come up with $75 if they truly believe in what you're saying. But I do understand what you're saying. Cop an attitude of success. Mm-hmm. Cop an attitude. You're bringing them something that is, which it is, a value. And the fact that you, like us early birds, we don't have to apologize for anything. We already have a billion-dollar company. We already have many, many people that have become a part of the Millionaire Club, of which three of them okay. are talking to you tonight, myself, you, and uh, Deb. Um, and so, you know, that's what that's what I like about it is the fact that uh, – now, I was going back to the, the question I asked earlier about how this can help ladies uh, in the business um, because – you know, a lot of ladies want to stay at home and kids. I mean, you know, it used to be, well, you know, you got to go out and get a career. Well, now the big thing, of course, is, hey, let's, you know, it's just as much work. <laughs> Believe me, I know from my the women in my life, I know how they work at home. And so, but to be able to, you know, raise your kids and have some time and work your business through a computer, right? I mean, in other words, it gives you that platform, that side hustle, as they now call it. That's the new that's the term that's come about within the last maybe five years or so uh, to start a side hustle. I mean, 
Ambit Energy has everything that you need. Uh, can you share with this? Anybody want to opine on on how ladies can stay at home and build their business? Oh, absolutely. You um, you just make time. It's like eating an elephant. A woman has so much to do. I mean, it's not just like a, a eight hour job. It's a twenty four hour job. So you're going to take a minute here, a minute there. You're going to eat an elephant. You're going to eat the foot today, tomorrow leg. And then eventually you'll have the whole elephant eaten, but you'll just do, chip away. You'll do one thing every day. Every day you do just do one thing, and before you know it, it's like popcorn, and you're just going to go thump, 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 thump everywhere. And and being at home, you're going to be more comfortable knowing where your children are, ha- um, helping them, being able to work it into your time. That's what's so wonderful about and that you do it in your time limit, and you're able to be the one that decides. When you want but to you work have it, to, you work. yeah, but you have to be disciplined, right? You got to be disciplined. Oh yes, you have to do something every day, every day. Yeah, just like Lane. the coin, you set your goal yeah. and then you you strive for it. I remember in the younger years when um, you used to t- teach a a class where you would ask people and and I always tell my downline my team don't go out to work ambit work ambit when you go out and uh, I remember you just said a phrase while ago are you money motivated Mm -hmm. I mean so my favorite recruiting is going shopping I can go and and pick the 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 diamonds in the rough not the not the i mean you get to choose who you want to work with so pick those people who have the glow and and then yeah and then ask them you know are are you money motivated and if they say no then you make them your customer right if they say yes then then you know get their information i know you're at work right now but i have something i'd love to share with you when is a great time to call you back Exactly. And, and, you know, what's great about the shopping prospecting method is you're living in your dream. You know, you're not trying to waste these people's time because eventually if you make the money, you're going to buy whatever you had on your list that you were shopping for. So you really are a consumer out there finding out, well, maybe, you know, you thought you wanted an Escalade, but now you know you want a, you know, a Lincoln Navigator or whatever, you know, so you the leather's different or the seat arrangement or whatever. But until you go out and shop for it, you're not going to know what it is. You live in your dream. And guess what? I always say you're going to run up against a salesperson that works bell to bell, even on Saturdays with varicose veins waiting for open arms with you and your message, you know, because I work mm-hmm. retail and I know how many hours you work in retail. And if somebody would have come to me way back when and, you know, 75 or, you know, 85 or whatever and said, hey, you know, I've got something that you could make some residual income. I would have first told them, I don't even know what residual income is. <laughs> the only were some insurance salespeople that they got paid, you know, some kind of residual. But I didn't know what it was. But, boy, I tell you what, once I found out, you know, where you could have your own oil well, basically, and that's what we've got. So, yeah, I'm glad you brought up the shopping uh, method because I think uh, ladies can go crazy with that if they'll just apply it and they'll have more prospects than they know what to do with, you know. Yep. So, um, you know, one of the other things I wanted to share, and I'm just going to tie it into what you were talking about, Deb, which is the uh, 
you know, setting goals and deadlines uh, and bite-sized munchkin goals. And uh, like Karen said, take the elephant one bite at a time. Oops, there, I always say, oops, there goes another rubber tree plant, right? You know, you got to, as she, she's talking about, take it out, take bite-sized munchkin goals, little bit goals. Um, and one of the things that you had covered uh, with regards to, you know, uh, the difference between dreams and goals, um, I always say, you know, there's like what – it's called the wheel of life, you know, where you have kind of this wheel and you're in the center of the wheel, kind of the hub. And then you have these other areas of your life that you're going to deal with, or they're going to deal with you. As an example, you know, you have God, family, education, which would be knowledge, you know, health, uh, finances or money. Um, you know, you have the recreation uh, and you have, uh, of course, social uh, act- activity. So, it's about six, seven uh, areas of your life. And so if you have the weightlifter that pumps iron all the time, but he's got a pea brain, right? Um, he's focused all his energy in one area where you have the bookworm who really is smart, but he has an atrophy body because he doesn't work out. Or you have the workaholic that is going to have a heart attack because they're, you know, working all the time or, or their family uh, takes a beating because they're not at home or they're not, balanced with their family so really setting these goals these bite-sized munchkin goals if you sit down and you look at you know your spiritual goals your family goals your financial goals your health goals let's take health for instance you know you can cut out just a few things in this new year and i told you guys earlier when we were talking i said you know i'm a sugar addict i really am i i just i love it sugar in my coffee if i i I, you know go to a restaurant i want to buy a dessert but you know, it's something I know, even though by the grace of God, I have a metabolism where I don't gain a lot of calories, but I know it's not good for me. So that's like one of my little bite-sized munchkin goals for the new year. I'm going to cut the sugar out, cut the white bread out, and, you know, do whatever I can do to uh, reduce that in my diet. So that's one little goal that I know that I that, that the only thing that stands between me and it is discipline. Same thing with Ambit. You know, when we set these goals, we want to set realistic, bite-sized munchkin goals. And part of that is doing things like attending company overviews, getting on calls like you are here tonight to be able to absorb knowledge and, and, and learn. Through knowledge comes belief, comes enthusiasm, you know. And enthusiasm is not a, you know, it's not a fake whipped-up soapbox enthusiasm. I'm talking about enthusiasm that you put on where you've got your bulletproof vest and your Superman cape or Superwoman cape, and you can people pick that up. It's an unsaid conversation that goes on between you and the prospect that says, "I don't know what this person's selling, but I want a piece of it." And that's where we all have to kind of be, where we, the belief is there that we really believe in what we're doing and that we uh, have a plan of action uh, to be able to accomplish that. But we have to have the vehicle in order to do that. Now, uh, some of the goals that I know that that you guys have set and already have working uh, collectively as leaders is what's coming up, which is kickoff 2024, February 24th. This is our uh, mid-ambition, if you will, to kick the new year off. Um, and so I would ask that everybody listening would, would you know, get registered, whether you're going to watch it at home uh, vis-a-vis, uh, you know, uh, the internet or whether you're going to be physically there. My, my suggestion is whatever you have to do to be physically there, 
don't shortchange yourself by not being there. In other words, don't make excuses. Make an excuse to go, not to go, because being there physically is totally different, of course, than sitting there on your couch watching it. I know that's a lot easier, but the physical presence of you being at these uh, meetings, if you can do it, and if you uh, set a goal to do it, you, you will. And I've seen people sleep in their car and eat McDonald's and drive, you know, literally hundreds of miles, thousands of miles to attend events. And it's that important because it's something that's history with a company that you can look back on your career and say, hey, I was there. I got the T-shirt. Uh, you know, I, I experienced it. I got a chance to really spend quality time with people like Karen and like Debbie, which, uh, you know, you'll have leaders, other leaders that will be there that you'll be able to meet. So. Uh, and then also keep in mind that uh, we have some really three big bonuses that uh, that we've, you know, got scaled to help your business really kick off and put what I call ether down the carburetor. Uh, and, and that's going to be your coded cab bonus promotion, your team builder uh, uh, bonus, and then, of course, the kickoff $25,000 uh, challenge. All three of those are located uh, in the event where you can find out uh, a little bit about uh, those and, and, you know, other information uh, as, where, as well. If you get on Facebook, you can plug into uh, Ambit One, which is the group there that you can tie into and get some good information. Uh, but there's going to be also uh, these meetings that, are, uh, that corporate is putting on, which I think is very exciting, leading into as kind of a, a push into kickoff 2024. Uh, and that's going to be the next one, a Spanish meeting. It's going to be in Houston, Texas, uh, January 9th. Once again, this can all be, all these dates, times, and locations can be located at the, um, you know, in your event center in your power zone. Uh, on January 11th in Houston, it's going to be the English meeting. I don't want to miss the fact that there's going to be, uh, I did, I jumped over January 9th, which is in Bangor, Maine. That's going to be on Tuesday, January 9th. Um, you know, you've got uh, Zach Wood up there in Bangor, Maine, and, and a lot of the other uh, leaders that are really taking off up there. That's a great opportunity for you, as well as Tuesday, January 16th. Uh, you know, uh, don't forget, as I said, January 11th is going to be the Houston English meeting. Um, and then, of course, Tuesday, January 16th, Duncanville, Texas, that's a Spanish meeting. Once again, very, very excited about the Hispanic community and all of the success that we've had there. Wednesday, January 17th in Houston, Texas, Spanish BP once again. Thursday, January 18th in Arlington, Spanish BP. You need to plug people in. You need to go out and meet and greet and get people that are entrepreneurs within the Hispanic community to plug in because there's already been a huge amount of success in that community. And so, uh, and there's lots of people that are very, very successful in our business that are bilingual uh, that, and, and that are not bilingual that can attend these meetings and get all the information they need to go out and uh, work their ambit business. Now, on Thursday, January 18th, they're going to be in Columbus, Ohio. That's going to be an English meeting. And then, of course, in Springfield, Illinois, February 6th. Uh, so that's leading into, once again, uh, kickoff 2022. Now, I also want to cover real quickly uh, the fact that our next guest uh, that we're going to have on January 14th is going to be Jay Emma, executive consultant. Very excited to have Jay on the call this next week uh, to help and uh, to share uh, information on how to help build your 
Ambit business. So listen, ladies, thank you so much for being on the call. I want to give you both an opportunity before we close the call out uh, to just share anything that you'd like to share. I'm going to uh, turn it over to you, Karen, go ahead. And, uh, anything that you might want to give us as final thoughts. Well, I'm just proud of each and every one of y'all that are that have um, joined in our corporation and our Ambit family, and that um, I know that y'all can do this. I know you have leaders that are out there. Just plug into them all. But I really appreciate y'all listening and coming on the call tonight, and I think it's a great opportunity for y'all. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. Debbie? Um, yes. Um I told y'all Ronnie Kirkland was my mentor and before when we would do meetings and before we would close any meeting, he had a saying that he would always say, and I would like to share that with you. He would say, if you want to be successful with Ambit Energy and you want to run with the big dogs, <laughs> you have to dare to dream big. And if you do, I promise you, bold and mighty things will come your way. And I believe it. So thank you for joining us tonight, and God bless. Well, thank you, ladies, for being on the call. I really appreciate it. I know that people will want to refer uh, their leaders to this call, uh, which is available uh, in the Power Zone, your conference calls, and uh, be able to pick up uh, uh, some pointers on things that will help them measurably in their ambit business be successful. Um, okay, everybody, I want to uh, welcome um, once again uh, everybody that's on the call to allow you to be able to express how much you appreciate Karen and Deborah. And I'm going to open the call up and thank you so much. God bless you all for being on the call. And I look forward to seeing you personally here at some of the meetings that we're going to be having here locally as well as uh, kickoff 2024. So I'm going to go ahead and unmute the call now. Thank you, Karen. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you, Karen. Thank you, Thank you, Karen. 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 Thank you,